Welcome to the Beauty on the Hill podcast, where we talk about what's hot and not so much about what's not. That's right, we focus on all things beauty on the hill. I hope everyone is having an amazing and beautiful day today, and I wanted to start this episode off by introducing the beauty of the week, Miss Jane Doe. Jane is a first-year biology student from Atlanta, Georgia, and her favorite beauty products consist of any natural skincare and mink eyelash extensions. So thank you, Jane Doe, for being a loyal listener, and congrats on being the beauty of the week. Yay! (laughs) As always, before we get into the episode, it's time to talk about what's going on in the beauty industry and how it affects us as consumers, if it affects us at all. And this week, the conversation hits a little close to home, so... FAMU alum Shakira Chrysostome launched Beauty Beauty Miami. And basically what Beauty Beauty is, it's a company that delivers beauty products to your front door. So you can go into the app and you can request beauty products from any store and it'll actually go, it'll actually send a representative. So in in this case, let's just say Shakira, it'll actually send prompts, prompt Shakira to go into the store and purchase the product. And you pay through the app, by the way. So the app um, allows you to choose the products you want. And Shakira will go into the store and pick up the product and then deliver it to your front door. How convenient is that, y'all? How convenient? Because sometimes we do have those days where we just don't feel like going to the store to get what we need. Or, you know, we just left Walmart and we just don't feel like going back. And we forgot what we need. So I think that is very convenient. I also have friends who who are entrepreneurs, hairstylists, makeup artists. Sometimes they have such a busy day and they, you know, forget to recount or forget to plan ahead on how many items that they might need and end up, you know, coming short as the day goes on. And they have clients back to back to back to back. And sometimes they're not able to go and leave the house and get those things. So I do think Beauty is very convenient in the sense of um being reliable and providing those entrepreneurs with things that they need not even entrepreneurs just everyday people with things that they need so shout out to Shakira for that that is very 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 intelligent that's that is very convenient as well for us you know to to use that's a service that we we definitely definitely can use so let's get into the episode i did want to talk about the events that occurred during homecoming week there were a few beauty events going on on campus there was the the fashion show there was market monday and there was the beauty expo now i only went to two of these events and market monday i really barely didn't go to but you know i kind of attended i wasn't as interactive as i was with the beauty expo but i did go to market monday and basically what it was is on the quad, they set up a DJ and there were vendors out there. There weren't that many vendors, but there definitely were vendors out there showcasing their products. Um, I did walk by and I stopped at a few of the tables. And yeah, I mean, they were just out there with their their products and they were advertising their businesses and products. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about was the Beauty Expo. Um, because I do feel like it had more of an impact on the students who attended the event. And it also had a lot to offer. And I mean a lot. Maybe not not an extreme amount to offer, but it did have a but it did have a good amount to offer. So it was a nice turnout, if you ask me. It was more than a hundred people, if I'm 
estimating because there are people in and out. The event lasted from, I want to say, 1 to 4. I want to say it lasted from 1 to 4. Maybe before then. Or maybe 11 to 1. No. I'm not sure. I'm so sorry. But it lasted quite a while. You get the point. And I did feel like it had a lot to offer because I I didn't go in there with the intention of purchasing things. But I left out with, you know, everything I needed for, for the rest of the week for homecoming outfits, accessories, shades, you know, like things like that. And I really didn't intend on spending things, spending over $100 at that um, event. So... I did think it had a, a great turnout overall. It was located in Gaither Gym. So they had the vendors set up all around the gym. And they also had panel discussions. They had a skincare panel. They had a fashion panel. And they had a natural hair panel. And it was very informative. The seats were filled on most of the panels. Um, and they, they really gave out a lot of information. There were about five panelists for each panel. And there, were, there was also a live hair demonstration um, that whoever attended the event, they could see that going on as well. So it was a really, it was a really nice event. That was my first time going to an event like that during homecoming week. I did go to the impressions of beauty event, um, about two years ago, I want to say I did go to that event, but again, that event was completely separate. It wasn't more so of vendors or entrepreneurs. It was just a company and the company was showcasing natural hair products. So, um, the vendors that were at the Beauty Expo, there were vendors from all over Florida, I want to say. I know I met um, Keita Browning. She's the owner of Natural Oats. She's from Ocala, Florida, and she's also a FAMU alum, School of Journalism and Graphic Communication. I met Stash House Miami. Um, they're from Miami, and they sell clothing, accessories, and everything like that. I ended up spending a lot of money from them so shout out to them they had a lot of nice things um there was a vendor from mariana i met her she was very nice and sweet she sold accessories i know she had a lot of shades i brought a, a pair of shades from her i also brought hair clips those little hair clips that are in style now i brought those from her as well and there were a few vendors from Tallahassee, and there were also student entrepreneurs as well, which is always my favorite, favorite, favorite. And speaking of, I did invite one of the one of the vendors to speak on the podcast about her experience at the expo and if she feels that she made an impact on everyone who was in attendance and how business went for her. If the if the if the expo was, you know, a good a good turnout for her and. I know she knew some of the other vendors there as well. So if it was a good turnout for them too. So I want to bring my good friend, Miss Makeup by Mocha on the podcast. Growing up in one of the most urbanized cities in Miami, Florida, Erica Mocha Clark was determined not to be a product of her environment. She stayed persistent and active in high school, graduating magna cum laude and departed from Miami to pursue her dreams of higher education here at Florida A&M University. While Erica is a well-rounded general health science scholar at Florida a University, she has honed her entrepreneurial skills and has launched her very own makeup artistry business, Makeup by Mocha, and her mink eyelash business, Mocha's Mink Collection. Because of her strong determination and perseverance, she has become one of the most well-known makeup artists on her campus and in the city of Tallahassee in Miami, Florida. Since childhood, Erica has always been attracted to the beauty industry. Thus, it is no surprise that she is excelling in this area of cosmetic entrepreneurship. 
She has been featured in a plethora of newspapers and magazines. Some of those features were the Onyx Magazine, the FAMU, and Voyage MI8. She was also recognized in her hometown newspaper, the Miami Times, for becoming a top rising artist from Miami Gardens. On top of this, Erica has worked to be a part of numerous panels and programs on campus and within her community. I am sure within the near future, we will see Erica and her business, Makeup by Mocha, on a bigger platform. Makeup by Mocha has worked backstage for numerous pageants, weddings, and events alongside FAMU's Royal Court with accommodating their makeup needs. Erica has been a student vendor at FAMU Set Friday several times, as well as being a part of Women Empowerment Program panels and events to help teach young women within the Tallahassee community on becoming a thriving entrepreneur and maintaining a business. Erica takes pride in giving back and sharing her experiences, journey, and lessons learned throughout her entrepreneurial life. She has hosted giveaways and free classes to campus, to the campus and the community to extend her thanks for their continuous supports. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Erica Mocha Clark. Welcome to the podcast, Mocha. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, so tell us a little more about your brand, Makeup by Mocha. The FAMU community knows that you're a makeup artist, but what else do you have to offer to the world? Well, Makeup by Mocha is a makeup artistry business. We specialize in enhancing women's beauty on days they want to feel a little bit more confident. We like to um, aim towards more of the the natural makeup, but still glamorous at the same time. Um, in addition to the makeup business, we also have a mink eyelash collection. We have four different styles from natural to medium to dramatic to super dramatic. Um, they range between between $10 to $14. And yeah. So you're a vendor at the Beauty Expo. What was that experience like for you? Well, being a part of the Beauty Expo was phenomenal. Um, I was surrounded by a number of other African-American entrepreneurs that specialized in different um, parts of the industry, such as fashion, skincare, um, makeup, men's clothing, um, just a number of things. It was just a wonderful opportunity to see everyone come together and dominate the industry instead of being um, divided and competing with each other. Okay, and do you feel like it helped your business as far as promotion-wise or attracting new clients to you? Um, I do feel like it was a great way to brand your business. Um, everyone attracts different audiences. So the people that may have been there for skincare or for clothes, they still had a chance to be exposed to my business and vice versa. So vice versa. So I do feel like it was a great experience as far as promotion for the businesses. Did you have a set amount of money that you wanted to make while at the event? Um, I wasn't too much focused on the money. I mean, the money is always good, but the exposure and the experience and meeting new people is always number one. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you have any other events planned as far as showcasing your products to the campus of FAMU or or just the Tallahassee area in general? Um, Of course, I have one-on-one classes available. I do plan to have like a a community class held um, either or on either on campus or somewhere within the community. Um, I am consistently on FAMU's um, Set Friday, so you can catch me there. Um, in November, I will be a part of a beauty expo, another beauty expo panel discussion, so that is a great way for me to be a part of the community. Okay, so I also wanted to know, on the schedule, it said that you were supposed to do a live demonstration. Um, I don't know if I stayed long enough to watch the live demonstration, but did the live demonstration ever happen? 
Um, yes, I felt like, well, we did have the live demonstration. It was a great opportunity. Um, I feel like a lot of women, girls, they really appreciated that because like I stated before, I do charge for classes. So this was just a way for the young girls on campus to come and learn a few tips on how to improve their makeup. Okay. And I also heard that the event was kind of thrown together in a way. Um, so how did the planning and organizing work out for you? Do you think it was a timely manner for you to prepare to showcase your products at this event? Um, personally, I always, I'm always a part of events. So once they asked me to be a part, I was already prepared. I already have a table and decorations and the setup thing like that. But on the perspective for another, um, uprising, I mean, upcoming entrepreneur, I do feel like it was enough time. They gave us about a month to prepare. So overall, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you have to be ready on demand. So if they want you to be there tomorrow, you got to be ready. Okay, and do you feel like your event, I'm sorry, do you feel like your products really came in handy because it was homecoming? Do you think that attracted more clients to you because of that week? Um, I guess you can say that. I really do feel like Makeup by Mocha, Makeup by Mocha's name is pretty much established on campus and within the Tallahassee community. So aside from your own business, what business stood out to you the most? Like what, what business attracted a good amount of people? Apart from Makeup by Mocha, I would have to say Stash House Miami stood out to me most. Um, her and her business partner, they were so like well put together. They had a fitting room um, for the young girls to try on the outfits they were considered buying. They had affordable prices, amazing pieces, and great customer service. So overall, I love Stash House Miami. Follow them and support, support, support. Yeah, I did see that um, at the expo. They had a fitting room. I actually took a picture, and I actually went in, and I actually um, tried on a piece of it. I really loved it because that was different. I went to another vendor, and I know I had to go to the restroom to try it on. So I think the tent was very – well, the fitting room <laughs> was very convenient. So do you offer similar services as far as applying the lashes um, in person or at your booth? Um. If someone asks for it, of course, I'm open to doing it. Um, a young lady did come up to me and ask, can I put on the lashes for her? And I had the materials on me to do so, so I went ahead and do it and did it. I'm sorry. So I feel like lashes are just so quick and easy. I don't see why you should miss out on a sale or a client just because you just don't feel like putting on lashes for someone. True. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite lash? Oh, that question is so tricky. That My lashes, I don't know. Like, I have a different lash for a specific mood that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling, like, very professional, if I have a presentation one day, you know, I'll probably put on Ebony because she's the most natural lash. Or if I'm going to work and I don't want to be too dramatic, but I don't want to be too natural, I might throw on Coco. Um, if I'm going out to the club or something, mahogany, <laughs> Or mocha. And I, if I just want to be like over the top extra, it's definitely going to be chocolate because those are 25 millimeter lashes. Okay. And what's the lash that's most popular within the, the students at FAMU? Mm, I swear it changes every time. Like when I go to the set, it changes literally every time. One week I might sell out of ebony. The next week, it may be Coco. It really just depends on who comes by. It's no set one. Like I have to restock every style the same basically 
So what was the move for Homecoming? Which one sold out the most during Homecoming Week? Well, at the Beauty Expo in particular. Mm. Homecoming Week, I sold out of all my lashes. Um, the one that sold out at the Beauty Expo, I don't even remember. I honestly don't even remember. They all sell out so fast. <laughs> I really don't even know. Wow. Okay, well, is there any advice for any upcoming entrepreneurs that you would like to give? Um, upcoming advice is stay consistent, persistent in anything that you do. Don't um, feel intimidated by anybody else that's in the industry. Just focus on yourself and your business and just dominate the industry in your own way. Okay, and one last question. What are your top three beauty products? Mm, my top three beauty products, that's so hard because the market is so filled with so many new amazing products but if i had to choose my three products that i love on myself and my clients that i have to have in my kit i would have to say <laughs> i don't even know okay i would have to say the Too Faced born this way foundation the elf setting mist and sasha buttercup setting powder yes Those i love are my sasha three. buttercup too okay <laughs> good choice all right, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking with us about your experience at the Beauty Expo. I no enjoyed problem. myself at the Expo as well. And the family community is looking more, um, is looking for, looking to see you more. Yes, <laughs> Do you yes. have any social media contacts that we can reach you at? Or Of course, you can follow me on Instagram at makeupby.com. Mocha with two A's, M O C H A A. You can also find me on Facebook at Makeup by Mocha. And yeah, thank you so much, Mocha. No problem. Thanks for having me. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with one of the vendors from the Beauty Expo. I really enjoyed talking with her and I really enjoyed the expo overall. I do think it was a great experience and it seems to me as though she enjoyed the expo as well. So, I'm hoping that this expo is really a continuous event, that they continue to do this throughout the years or the coming years of homecoming, because it really made a difference in a lot of the people there. A lot of people who can tell you will also tell you the same thing. I know for me personally, I was able to benefit from the expo. I I said it this earlier, but, you know, I went shopping once I went there, you know, and for me personally, I'm I'm last minute. So I waited last minute to get those homecoming outfits, you know, because I took a trip. Literally, I came back the day before <laughs> the day before. Um, so I wasn't able to order my things online because it was the week of. So the expo really came in handy because I literally got the rest of my outfits for the week from the expo. And I really loved, I loved the outfits. I don't think I would have gotten the same, the same um, confidence that I've gotten from the outfits from an outfit online. So I really think the expo turned out really nice. I think it was very beneficial to the students as well. Um, to those who didn't want to wait to order things online and have to rush them to get here on time to have an outfit to wear to the concert or to the comedy show, you know? So it was very, very great for me. One thing I can say is they ran out of food. Oh, my gosh. They literally ran out of food, y'all. But I ate. But, you know, still, the people who didn't get to experience that good food, mm, 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 mm. maybe next year you guys can, you know, get to experience that. <laughs> but overall, the expo turned out really nice. Um, 
thank you SGA for putting on this event. Thumbs up for me. I'll rate it an 8 out of 10. Just because there's always room for improvement, you know, and I think next year will be be so much better, especially now that they know what areas they can improve in. So shout out to everyone who participated in the event as well. The panelists, the vendors, the people who put it together, everyone, the volunteers, it you guys you guys did an amazing job. So again, thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.